comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! In Jesus' name, you can be seated. Continue from where we stopped. You reign forever, your name is ever great. You are the wisdom before time began. Ask God to open the eyes of your understanding in the next one minute. Ask God. Ask him. Open the eyes of my understanding. It is a miracle that God is about to do to open your understanding. To open your understanding. To open your understanding. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Forever, 
whatever your name is ever great you are the wisdom before time began you reign forever your name is ever great you are the wisdom before time began may the Lord put his hand upon your life from today continue from our series we are looking at um, what we titled the doctrine of access and from our teachings we begin to find that the summary of the New Testament revelations New Testament teachings, everything. The summary is about access. That's the whole summary. When you look broadly into what God has been able to do, you will now find out that what He did is to afford you an opportunity to access and interact with things that were not formally possible. Are you with me? So we are able to you know establish a few things and I told you people that the teaching will be divided into um, five sections today we will um, look into the first one the foundation and basis of access I will uh, call out a few scriptures and it will be our our guide as we navigate through this section. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19 Isaiah chapter 49 verse 8 also Isaiah chapter 61 verse 2 Isaiah 61 verse 2 Romans chapter 5 
verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. And Ephesians chapter 1, verse 5. Are you with me? So, um, we want to take it step by step. So that we'll be able to trash at wherever we stop today. I don't even know if we can finish this part today, but if we're not able to finish it, then we'll continue next week. Are you with me? Mm. So, if you understand the eternal purpose that God has, you will now understand why angels asked the question and said what is man such is that creation and being that even the places that angels are afraid to tread men tread on it a man can come and say I don't love God who is God and then he will go God will start following him and begging him, please come back. Angels that tried it, are you with me? Angels that tried it, they are, they are still regretting their actions till today. But you can come and say, God, if you don't give me a husband, I will serve you. Fact. I heard some I have forgotten where I heard it. Somebody said instead of him to forgive somebody. Okay, he's on Sunday. Instead of him to forgive somebody, he will go to hellfire. And people say worse things. Is it not true? And when we are in campus those days, some people used to say that um uh uh-uh, that they, they prefer hellfire to heaven no? Do you know why? They said, I, I won't Michael Jackson be there. <laughs> you remember those? <laughs> they now started calling all those wayward people. They, they said they, they will start another party inside that place. That it will be party. Hmm? See, you need to know how finite men's thinking is. In fact, if he's just finding it, it's okay. He's vain. A man that has not begun to see from the context of eternity, that person is beyond, should be offered all kinds of mercy. Okay, coronavirus is here. Your celebrities have disappeared. The ones you say will go and quench your fire together, all of them has what? Disappeared. Okay, nobody is dying with you. It is you on your own. That day you now find out even your mother is hustling for herself. Be there now. I was reading a story about a man that his son came back from Lagos with coronavirus. The man refused to open gate. <laughs> his son, he refused to open gate for him. He's not Kai. He's Somebody is saving his life. There is no help he can offer you. It's only doctors that can do it. He lacks the capacity. 
It's foolishness for him to come and align with you. You can be saying, let's go. Let's go. And some, some of them say, I, I will be many. If we go to hellfire, we, we quench the fire. That's what they are saying. And they say, ah, ah, all those big musicians, Beyonce, Jay-Z, uh, what's the name of the one that became a billionaire last week? Kanye West. That's how they'll be calling him. And he's now born again. You will now reach a fire. You won't see him. That's the, that is you and your head. You will now reach a fire. All of us are going to help. You wish you won't see him. Because he, some of them will be like the, that, those thieves that hung with Jesus. In the last minute, they will say, Will you offer me mercy? They, they will just enter. And they will wear, let's assume, you know, based on the drama we act, you acted drama. Now. When we are small, they will wear white and be doing their hands like this. <laughs> and you, you will be in hellfire saying, All of us will go and quench it. These people are foolish. Oh. Do you, they don't even know what is hellfire. They thought it's a candle that you do like this and off it. They, they fire. The only way for you to understand hellfire is have you seen a volcanic eruption? That is the most typical way to, to show you what hellfire is. Because the scripture says that it is a lake of what? Fire. And volcano is a lake of fire. The burning material is no wood. The burning material is metals. Eh? So that when you allow it to solidify, what you get is the best choicest of metals that can break. If they touch you like this, those, th- that level of heat, if it touches you, it will dissolve you. It doesn't burn you. It what? Dissolve you. But God said you won't dissolve you. You won't dissolve. People are foolish. <laughs> Don't allow anybody you know to go to hellfire. Don't allow him. It's a terrible place indeed. We are not even see. There are many things about hell. Even hell, the location, don't go. Not to talk of hell, the punishment. Let's leave the punishment. Don't go to the location. Because even the location, your Lord Jesus, your Lord. Have you read the Bible? The Bible says in the book of Hebrews that he raised a strong cry unto him that is able to save him. And he was heard. <laughs> Jesus was crying that he will be delivered from death and hell. You, you say you want to go. Don't test yourself. Don't, don't use your life to gamble, my friend. <laughs> mm. I don't want to double it something. So, um, the summary of what Jesus did, the summary of what we do in the New Testament is to teach people access. Depending on what they want to interact with, the requirement for access will vary. Now, I want to say this before I do any other thing, in case I'll still get to it to do analysis. But the number one foundation for access in the new covenant is Christ Jesus. 
Of course, we get to see it in the scriptures. Hmm? It is because of him that we are accepted in the commonwealth of the kingdom. The scriptures spoke a lot about these matters. Such that, even if God ordained that people will be saved by his sacrifice, according to the normal Jew, you as a Gentile is excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. Do you know what they are implying by that, their opinion? Eh? That is only Israelites that is ordained to be saved. That the promise is only for them. In fact, Paul was making emphasis as the basis of his ministry that God has given him a dispensation to the Gentiles such that God in Christ has made twain. Eh? Has made one of twain. That means he has joined both the Jew and Gentile in one place. Meanwhile, never forget that after the natural, that it is the Jews that is carrying the inheritance of salvation. Such that God cannot decide to manifest in the flesh through your father's lineage. No. He has already had a covenant with Abraham. He said, your seed. And the scripture was telling us in the book of Galatians. He said, when he said seed, he said seed as of one, not as of many. And when that thing was manifesting, the scripture said that we now found out that it was not Isaac. That when the scripture meant seed, that he meant Christ. He said that that seed will have to come through your loins. So that the promise that I gave Abraham will come. So you see, the reason why God willed the seed to Abraham was so that the promise will what? Because the basis of the promise coming upon the face of the earth is what? The seed. Say what? There can't be any basis. There can't be any other foundation. There can't be any other way that God will have opportunity to interact with humanity again except on the basis of what? The seed. And we now find out that the seed is who? Christ. So it is Christ is the basis for any new covenant interaction. If he is not Christ, it is we don't know what it is. It is strange. Even if he is good, it is that it is that delicate a matter. After God has dealt with, I used to say that there is um, the flesh. You know what is the flesh? It is the things that came into you as a result of the fact that you are an offspring of Adam. Are you with me? Some of them are good, some of them are bad. We can't say all of them are bad. Are you with me? Have you killed somebody before? Uh-huh. So, are you, if they say people kill, there is a way you feel. Is it not true? You feel that way even before you gave your life to Christ. So it was not as a result of the indwelling and inworking of the Spirit. There are many things we began to do because the Spirit indwelled and is inworking in us. Is it not true? But there is much more we are doing simply because we are on this earth and they are good. Is it, are you getting the point I'm making? Now, when you start your journey with God, the emphasis of God will be on the wrong things that is the manifestation of the flesh or the old man. Eh? But after some seasons, when maturity begins to enter, even God will begin to put hands on the good things that is still Adam. 
even that is not what accepted. There is only one thing accepted in the building that God is constructing. Eh? It is only the new man. And the new man is who? Christ. The new man is who? So it, it is then that I used to make this statement that good is not God. God is good. Never forget. Love is not God. I, I, I've seen people sing songs. They say, they, say, they say reckless love and I, I'm not doubting all those things. They say love conquers love. Once is love anything. Once is love I don't follow you and I'm not doing that stuff with you. Love is not God my friend. God is what? God. So God is always the frame of reference. Christ is always what? The frame of reference. See the reason why I'm telling you this. A time will come when love will demand that you rebuke somebody. I hope there are seasons like that. But some people won't believe. Some people that have don't know what God kind of love is will not know that it even includes chastisement and rebuke. I'm not the one saying it. The Bible spoke in the book of Hebrews. Is it not chapter 12? He said that the son that he loved, he doeth what? So if you are not without chastisement, that same scripture said that you are what? The pastor said it now. All these people that is too holy and see when you meet matters in this life you will now find out that there is no need to cover up cover up let's say it the way it is if you are without chastisement you are a bastard the way we know sons is the measure of dealings that they have accumulated in their work with god hmm? such that people like paul there is a way he creates himself he said that I will fulfill in my body what is lacking in the suffering of Christ. I said, who is Paul? Who is this guy? Do you know the enormity of the statement he is making? He is saying that there is some things lack, still lacking in the suffering of Christ for the body. If I say it now, you will say, you know, so let me stop. But he's in the Bible, go and read it. Colossians chapter 2. That I will fulfill in my body that which is still lacking in the suffering of Christ for the body's sake that is an enormous statement that if it is not in the Bible if I say it now they will stone me but meanwhile it is a reality it is an organic reality are you with me now legally Jesus has suffered for everything hmm? are you with me so there is no price you are there is nothing like any price and there is nothing that is legally are you with me positionally but the context of salvation and new covenant experience is divided into the organic dimension and the legal dimension the legal dimension is what gave you the license to begin to operate the organic dimension so most times when we analyze the context of access the principal thing that we analyze is the legal basis are you with me so the bible will now tell us in the place that we will now read in the book of romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 he said by him we have access to the father are you now seeing it 
So without him, there is no access to the Father. You can make attempt. That is why your great grandfather have idols. Have they call this one this name? Call this one this name. What are they doing? They are trying to have access, but there is no access outside of. Are you now seeing the point? So they will name this one this. They will name after everything. They will say, "Oh, God is the same." No, they are not the same. God has already ordained an access and put His name upon that access. Huh? Then He said that there is no other name given on heaven and on earth wherewith a man can be saved. Are you getting my point? I'm trying to lay the foundation of access. Meanwhile, you will not understand this except let's take a small trip. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Give him mic to read for me. That's KJV, right? ESV. Okay. Okay. Go and give Williams. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. If you are there, say Amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. It's better to say the truth. You know, people in church say they have they have started lying, small lie, like white lie. When I met this my man, he used to do it. You know, harmless one. It will not harm anybody. But all liars, you, you should know it. All liars, where is their possession? Straight. Williams, you are from the holiness movement. All liars, where is their possession? Eh? <laughs> okay, read for us. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 The Spirit of the Lord is upon me mm. because He had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Now watch. Are you with me? Follow this scripture. Don't think you know what this... I know you must have read it. Don't think. Pay serious attention. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes. Because He wait, had anointed... Wait, wait, wait. Even you, you missed the point. Go back. Go back. Start afresh. So that they will follow you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I didn't say rich. <laughs> you are doing well. You are doing well. Continue. Because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now, there are many things you need to consider. The tenses. Consider the tenses. Consider the choice of words. None of them is by mistake. He had. So it is a pre-existing reality. Such a man was trying to live out something that is already a reality in the spirit. Had what? Anointed me. Anointed him to do what? Huh? 
if you don't understand what is what it means to preach, eh, you will never understand. You will never understand why access is paramount. In fact, are you with me? Are you with me? The scripture was speaking, I think, in the book of um, Luke. He said that the law and the prophets were unto who? John. But after that time, that the kingdom is what? What do you think it means? It means that before John, the possibilities of the kingdom was locked out to people. Anytime you see people preach, it means that there is access. Are you with me? That is why I used to say that preaching is a capacity that we receive by the anointing of the Spirit to open up a window of possibilities for men in the Spirit. And on the account of that ministry, people can be brought in into that experience and they can interact with it. They can be carried with the spirit of your ministration. So if there is no reality of access, there is no basis for preaching. It is access that is a reality in the spirit that necessitates a preaching ministry. What do you preach? You are preaching that there is now a possibility in God that was not existing before. That is preaching. So you preach, you are not able to open men up to a window of possibility in God. You have not done anything. Men ought to see something in God that they can lay hold upon. It is then that you have done the job of preaching. It is, it is because of this that you now realize that you can't really do what we call preaching. Except what? The Spirit of the Lord is what? Jesus had to wait until the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. Then he what? Preach. There are many, he was doing serving, doing carpentry work, doing many, but he did not preach until what? The Spirit came upon him. Because you can't say you preached until you are able to open men up to a reality. See, if we, if we begin to talk about maybe healing now, you will notice that in our midst, healing will begin to break out and men will begin to walk in the healing anointing. Do you know why? The reason, first of all, is that there is a reality of that possibility in God. Eh? Now, by an anointing, somebody via preaching can now what? Open up those gates for men. And then because of that window that was open, people can gain access. Are you with me now? There was a shatter that Jesus was trying to proclaim by that statement. He's trying to bring men into an economy that they never knew existed. All they know is that God can just touch you by an arbitrary means. They never knew that somebody can decide by an act of God's words that is in the script. You can bring the Bible. What Jesus was trying to say is that you can bring the Bible like this and look at what is inside and believe it for yourself. And then you will have the result. That was never the case before. You have to wait for the high priest to do the ministry for you. The law and the prophets were until John. But after that time, the kingdom is what? Priest. And then men have received capacity by the reason of that preaching to what? Press. That is why if you come in our midst, the principal word here is what? Pressing. You don't even know what press means. 
Praise is a kingdom language. It's a, it's a language of men that have understood access. You need to understand that what God did is grant you access. How much you are, you are now able to interact with the content, with the reality of the realm that you have been granted access to is now what? Dependent on you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You didn't get me. So you, it means that when kingdom is preached, eh, everybody is giving a level playing ground. You cannot say this one is, is giving that God doesn't do bias. That is in the context of the kingdom. Are you with me now? In the context of the kingdom, there is no bias. But meanwhile, before the kingdom came into, entered into a priest modality. Are you with me? God can decide and say, uh, I will use this person. Uh, I won't use this person. Uh, let me choose this. But when the kingdom was preached, you, you can decide to have as much as God as you deserve. For God to make sure that that thing is a calcified reality, he gave you the Holy Ghost. It was when God gave you the Holy Ghost, He cemented the fact that you can have as much as God as you desire. The scripture says that the Holy Spirit have the capacity to search out all things. Yea, even what? The deep things of God. Such that the things of God is the deepest and the hardest to search out. But when a man has the Holy Ghost in him, he can search even the deep things of God. God cannot come and choose Enoch and say, walk with me, Elijah, walk with me. Men can by the Holy Ghost and by the spirit of faith that is a walk in them, begin to lay hold on things that is eternal. As much as you desire. It is after this time that Jesus now came and said what? Seek ye first the kingdom. The basis for access is Christ Jesus. As soon as Christ Jesus came on the scene, the preaching of the kingdom started. It is because of the preaching of the kingdom that every human being have access. See, outside of the preaching of the kingdom, are you with me? The access that will be granted will be fragmented. Huh? And the requirement will be on some arbitrary basis. Are you hearing what I'm saying? For example, the access that, w- that people have to God before the time the kingdom was preached was limited to the Jews and Israelites. If you are not part of them, in fact, they will have to make you a proselyte. Is it not true? For you to even, even when they have made you proselyte, they will come and sac- still circumcise you. After they have still done everything, they will still identify that you are not an original Jew. What nonsense is that? So when Paul came and he saw some, some Jews that got born again, they're trying to get the Gentiles that got born again to still circumcise and do those things. He said, how can you start in the spirit? And then you are now made complete in the flesh. Where did you learn that one? The person that is working miracle, is he doing it? By the works, the, the works of the law or the preaching of faith. How does he do it? Even Peter at some point became a little carried away. Because people are plenty. <laughs> you know crowd can move you. You don't know. Oh, you have not seen crowd. At least you, saw, you have seen small. <laughs> Me and him, we are at Weimar. And 
they are still using their picture. Him and Jasper everywhere for everything. And there is a posture they used to have. He is not in the posture. He's in the tank. There is there is such a thing as prayer tank. Say prayer tank. Mm. There is such a thing. And when you feed off that reality in prayer, you will become a possessed man. You can't do the type of prayer we are doing here in the flesh. It is impossible. One of the things that our prayer does is to kill your flesh. Just try it. Come one day and be doing that prayer you are doing in your church. You will be off. But as soon as you conquer your flesh and key in, you will now know that you left you somewhere and took possession of your reality that is in Christ. Because that is the only way you can key into what is operating in the spirit. And we operate in such a way here that it will be, if you are not with us, it will be very obvious. Haven't you noticed? Just try it. The day you are not with us, it will be very obvious you are not with us. And that is my desire. I got pray in tongues. You have made three mistakes now. So let me show you. Continue reading. Continue. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Yes. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Hmm. Continue. To preach deliverance to the captives. See, so deliverance is primarily preached. I know you are people do deliverance, but deliverance is preached actually. Actually, the real basis for people being delivered is in ministering to them their reality. What it means by preaching here is that there is no need for Satan to hold you when Christ has set you free. Whosoever the Son of God has set free, has made free, is what free indeed. This is a mightier deliverance, this is a stronger basis. For deliverance than any other thing you can say. Than even quoting uh, no weapons fashion against me. That ten chapter fourteen. No, no, that, those ones are good, but those ones are tributaries. The no, the basis for even using those ones is understanding. Satan is illegal for Satan to hold any part of your life now. Is illegal. So when somebody preaches deliverance to you, do you know what he has done? He will suddenly open your eyes to, to, the, to the legality that is at work in your life. Maybe you are aware, but you know the opening of the eyes is beyond awareness. Are you with me? Suddenly you will see how Satan has stolen. You know he's stealing from you, but suddenly you will see it so much that you will be so angry that you refuse to put food in your mouth for three days. And you are praying six or eight hours every day. Do you know why? You have seen how much Satan... But if you have not seen it well, part of the, part of the reason, part of the way we know you have not seen it is, even after we have told you what Satan has collected from you, he will come and say, God will give it back to me. He will give it. And the Holy Ghost will say, just give me three days. Give me three days. Let me sort out this thing. He say, come. Next month. I, oh God, I promise you. Next month, eh, 
throughout next month is me and you we die together say we die together Next month, nothing happened. And then it's possible after two days you have missed the team. You will now lay hold on Pastor Chris's message. And then he will tell you that Jesus has done it. You don't need to stress yourself. You don't need to do anything. You are cool. Say you are cool. <laughs> now, see. The truth is that you don't need to do anything. But the man, are you with me? The man telling you you don't need to do anything did what 100,000 people will never do in their lifetime. You need to know that that is, he is telling you your reality in Christ. It is now your job to go and lay hold on that thing and insist that it will be the reality in my life. So, so it is factual. It is truth. Hmm? And the thing about teachings is that there is a lot of anointing. There is a lot of things at work in it. It is if it is life, really. Somebody can teach like that, and you will receive the impartation of the same reality. But it is not always the case all the time. Are you with me? Are you even getting my point? So somebody can teach on healing, and you will be healed listening to it. Some people, God will insist that it is just the opening of the eyes that you will have. That it will be you that will go on your own and take delivery of that. There are many reasons. You can't stop. You can't say God is like, you can't. No, don't do it. Part of the reason you won't do it is that, I'm, I'm saying for an example, the reason God will do it for you that way, possibly is because he wants you to be a healing minister tomorrow. You can't be depending on prayers. If God will use you, to, in the healing ministry, you can't depend on people's prayers. You must learn how to receive healing for yourself. After some time, you will learn how to receive healing for people. You see, so when you do it, God will be saying, Cut, we have bigger fishes to fry. And this person is looking for crumbs. I wait you. We love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying now? <laughs> we love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying now? You can stay long enough with God that you will carry his fragrance. Do you know? If you wear that garment of glory, that garment of his presence, you, you will carry his fragrance. If you wear this, my clothes now, and pass, people will think I entered. Because somebody here has insisted that I will have, I now have, you know, are you with me? Uh, that thing. You can stay with God to a point that you start smelling God. You carry the fragrance. Carry the fragrance of meekness, of humility, of temperance, long suffering. 
somebody that is agitated will meet you like this he cannot explain it peace will flood his heart you have not seen such people there are people once they are in trouble they will call me not because I will as soon as they speak as soon as I talk to them even if I said hello something zaps into their hearts it's fragrance say fragrance there are people that will see just because they saw me like this they are happy is it not true like this man will see me and be smiling and I'll be wondering <laughs> are you with me it is a spiritual fragrance it is as a result of staying long then you carry it I have spoken to you a little about how to host the presence of God such that God will change locality he won't know are you with me that is how spirits are being hosted you can know how to trap a spirit some, some even idols the spirit involved will tell you how to carve his face you will carve his face are you with me say bring this wood carve it like this put the eye like this do like this when you do like this them have now enter when that spirit enters that thing you carved remember his reality and existence is in another realm but because of what you carved what you did in this natural realm the spirit will change the realm and will not be aware he will be comfortable in this realm and then you will be carrying it about such is the same reality in hosting spirit and God is what? spirit so if you know how to, how to do this thing you can carry God and the thing about carrying God is that when you carry God, it's like somebody carrying water, carrying perfume. If you are passing, the water will be splashing everywhere. Oh. Have you seen somebody that is full of the Holy Ghost? If he if he's staggering like this, it's like a cup that is full. If he's moving like this, the water will be splashing everywhere. Hmm? If he touches a demon, the demon will cry out. Are you with me? I walk with that consciousness. I walk with the consciousness that if, if you touch my clothes, you receive an impartation. Whether, no, it's not, it's not whether, I'm, I'm, whether you, I took it and gave. No, no. Even if I'm moving, if you sit on the seat, I sat. The same thing. I went to YMR now. You have heard the story. No, I finished. I sat on the seat, I think the second day that my friend uh, P. Daniel was preaching. So, when I finished, a guy said he wanted to go and sit on my seat. You know, I don't know, for me, oh, he was coming close to a seat that is that place. Suddenly, his head started burning. Before he could come close to the seat, the power of God came on him. My brother, what is in a seat? We love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying now? <laughs> Men will still carry God. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you see when you see all these heavy occultic people and witch doctors, do you know what I've noticed? The real ones among them, they dress well. 
So there is no way you can know by natural means what they are carrying. It is just that when they pass you, you will, you will feel the fragrance. Some of them, the demonic presence that they are carrying you, you will literally feel goose pimple. You feel a seal in you. Have you, have you experienced the spirit of death before? Around you. Let me tell you one of the way it works. You are a nurse. You work in hospital now. Let me now tell you how the spirit of death works. If you see somebody that the spirit of death is upon, whether he has died or not, when you hold the person, you will feel a chill. Not in your body. In your soul. That's where you will feel it. You will be cold in your heart. Not in your body. I told somebody that is dying like this, I felt the cold in my heart. That's when I knew that these spirits carry presence. You can carry the same. When you enter like this, people will feel desire for God. They can't explain it. They feel a fire born in their heart. They can't explain it. They are pushed towards things that they never even... They, they, they have pushed this side away. There are things they have forgotten. I was deep in my IT. Somebody saw me all the time. I'm with my Bible all the time. And the guy said, the guy started telling me the story of how he born for Jesus those days. But he's no more. You see, the life you are living, something you are carrying, is reminding men of their work that they had with God before. Such is men that carry the presence. We love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying? Reduce more. Let's, let's make journey in the next 10 minutes before we round up. Now in verse 19, let me read it so that God will help me not to. <laughs> verse 19 said, To preach. What? If your Bible is your own, mark that phrase. Acceptable year. Have you heard the word acceptable before? What does acceptable mean? You know, there are many definitions that people have given to scripture. And you know, there are many principles of biblical interpretation. The principle of first mention and all that. One of the basic also is interpreting scripture with scripture. Hmm? So, it means that you cannot actually take a text out of context. For you to find the real meaning, you have to go to many places that that same thing has been spoken about. And then by going to those places, you will be able to find the general meaning that that thing implies in most places that what? Find it. Are you with me now? So, the word acceptable. For example, we are doing some analysis the other day. The context of the will of God. In the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he said, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will what? What is that good? Acceptable. And what? So I asked them. They now said, some said that the will of God is three. Is it not what you have been taught? Say the truth now. Is it not what you were taught? That there is the permissible will of God and the what? Perfect will of God and the good will of God and I don't know, maybe the hundred will of God. I don't know how many will of God there is. But the will of God is one. That text is trying to tell you that there are three integers to measure what is the will of God. If 
if if something passes these three tests eh, then you can of a certainty approve that matter and say that this one is what he said that number one is what it will be good number two is that it will be what and the third one is that you will bore perfect if if you pass this that thing you don't i don't know if it's god i don't know i don't know pass it through these three tests once it passes then it's the will of god meanwhile are you with me the, that scripture is saying that this is uh, um this is the work the realm where this appraiser is done is a place a region that is called the mind meanwhile there is a certain kind of mind that retains the capacity to make this appraiser such mind is called what the renewed mind so the, the, the scripture is trying to tell you that you won't even be able to know what is the mind of god accurately except what your mind is renewed so the extent i've been telling people they say they don't know they don't know how to hear god they don't know what god is saying i said the reason is because you have not even built your mind your mind has not been renewed to a certain level how will you even know what is the will of god because the will of god is beyond just a speaking the will of god is, is first of all primarily a state of existence and reality that is in him are you with me are you with me for example i've told people that when you want to make a choice in marriage the person that god has what the scripture said he will give you is and help me not to get you that's what the scripture says he will give you i'm just using this for an example eh? that means help me is a reality that is in the spirit that can be approved by a man whose heart has been renewed to an extent that he will be able to approve what is good what is acceptable and perfect will of god so when you see a human being are you with me and that human being is able to meet up to those reality that God has already stated in the spirit. Are you with me? That person, by the reason of the fact that he has met up with that standard, has become the will of God. And so, some people, I don't know, I think your church used to do it before. I'm not saying it's bad though. Are you with me? I'm just trying to tell you the reality behind matters. God has given us the authority to teach the reality behind matter. You know, you can be engaging a practice, not such that the practice is wrong, but you don't even know the reality that is being operated in the spirit. Are you with me? This is the reality. Eh? I also have a problem with that, your church. They will go and carry a small boy that is 25 and give him a woman of 40 years. And after 10 years, marriage have ended. No action, no nothing. My friend, you are putting the guy in trouble. Let's tell ourselves. You know, they, they don't tell you this one. Let me save your life. Are you with me? Don't go and speak in tongues and... <laughs> I was listening to Baba. Baba himself used this word he used. He said, what and what? He, he said, Baba said, after you have prayed. It is your Baba that said it the shaman of the holiness movement that one you are thinking that's the one 
Eh? He is the, I was watching. I'm not saying somebody said I was watching because we, I, we follow these fathers. I, I was watching. He now said, hmm, that after you have prayed, open your, you know the way he speaks, open your eyes and see. Hmm. Let me stop there. William, after you have prayed, what? Open your eyes. <laughs> My God. This kind thing, they sweet ladies. Eh? Hi. Jesus Christ. Let, let's leave. If we stay here, they won't leave. Mm. I want to just hit a point on what acceptability and the acceptable year means. You see, it is only Jesus that has the capacity to preach the acceptable year. Because acceptable year is a reality that is in the spirit. This is all the point I'm trying to make. Are you with me now? You see, when you are, you are caught up into heavenly places and in God, and you begin to understand the things of God and His vast oppressions, you will now know that there is too much in God. Such that some of his oppressions has not even been revealed to us. Do you even know? Paul was even speaking about some. He said that the mystery of Christ that I'm teaching you, that it was hidden from the former, that God decided to unveil it in the dispensation of the ends of time through his holy prophets and apostles. So even though those people are very good, some of them desired to look into these matters, according to the book of Hebrews. But they were not granted access. All God gave them was the substance. Huh? That is why the scripture called them the men of faith. Because if, if you are able to touch the substance, huh? then you have the matter already. It's just that even though they touched the substance, the manifestation of the substance that they touched, some of them took 3,000 years before it manifested. It took 3,000 years, 2,000 years, 1,000 before the substance of their faith, which is Christ, manifested on the face of the earth. Are you with me now? Meanwhile, the reality that is in God did not inviolate the context of their faith because the basis of their interaction is God and the things of God and these are eternal matters. Are you with me now? So when we speak about the acceptable, acceptable, acceptable year, it is a reality that is in God that pre-existed even the time that it was preached. It is just that by the time Jesus came, he received the capacity to begin to what? Preach the acceptable year. Meanwhile, that reality is something that is already what? Existing in God. Without such as acceptable year, then there is no reason for us to even approach God. Are you with me? When man fell, then there is a need for God to craft such a thing as the acceptable year. I want to show you. Because if you just read the New Testament, you will not be able to understand it. Read um, that um, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter Isaiah chapter 49 verse 8 quickly and then 61 Verse 2. Quickly, quickly. Is that KJV? Huh? Oh, yeah, give him. KJV. Thus says the Lord, 
in all acceptable time mm. have I heard thee mm. and in a day of salvation have I helped thee and mm. I will preserve thee and give thee just that verse have you finished okay. and give thee a covenant of the people mm-hmm. to establish the earth mm. to cause to inherit the desolate heritages mm. give him to or rather read chapter 61 verse 2 verse 2 yeah to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord to what to proclaim is it that your voice has gone this small prayer you made let me hear you now to proclaim mm-hmm. the acceptable year of the lord yes and the day of vengeance of our god mm-hmm. to comfort all that mourn I want to show you something. First of all, the first place we read in 48 was speaking about the acceptable what? Acceptable what? Correct. Then the second place we read was talking about what? Is it repetition? Is it repetition? Hi. Mm. Now, this is it. Hmm? If you read that account in the book of um, Isaiah, the scripture is trying to talk about a time where a certain group of people that we are not normally granted access to certain things will be granted access. So the word acceptability or acceptable year is the doctrine of access that God is trying to teach the people. Now you need to know that the fall of man necessitated a different type of oppression that came into existence. Are you with me now? Such that as we looked into yesterday, that the principal thing that man was deprived of was what? Access. And the scripture was telling us in the book of Genesis chapter 3, that when man fell, God chased him out of Eden. His presence, everything. What was God really denied him. It is simply access. Because whether he's Eden or those realities of God, it is still in existence. Nothing has happened to it. In fact, for God to show us that this thing still exists, some, after some time he raises people like Enoch in the old covenant. And the scripture will speak about them and say, and Enoch what? Walked with God and he was not. was carried. He will speak about Abraham. And take that man. And that man will be operating as, as, a, as a God and a king on earth. Abraham of the Most High God. That man interacted with God to the point that God willed the whole earth to him. I know you don't. Go and read the Bible where God willed the earth to Abraham. Because when God was dealing with Abraham, he's, he's revealing the, the reality of the father in Abraham. Are you with me now? He's revealing the reality of the father through him. He said, By you shall all the seeds of the people of the earth will be what? In that day, God is saying that if you are not connected to Abraham directly or indirectly, you are already operating a curse. It is simple. 
That is why all religions is tracing their roots to Abraham. It doesn't matter your religion. If you like be Muslim, if you like be Judaism, if you like be Christianity, and check it. All these religions that trace their roots to Abraham, I don't want to go there. But all of them receive prosperity. Yes. Let's not go there. So when the scriptures say that there will be a preaching of an acceptable year, something tells you that there were times, in fact, that most of the seasons of the time, that there was no acceptance. Is it not true? People were locked out of the things that is in God. Their best attempt will not allow them to participate in these matters. Their best attempt. Some of them things will be happening on their behalf. They are, not, they are not even aware. Somebody like Job, the mighty man, mighty man like Job, such was him that God boasted with him. He said that an upright and a just man. That was Job. He said, among the children of the east, that he, he said, when I was young, I washed my feet with butter. <laughs> that, was, that was how great that man is. When he stands, none of the children of the east can speak, uh, speak with him at the gate. And remember, the gate is the seat of authority. That is place where men contend to decide who is supreme on the basis of the strength and the name that they have. Are you with me now? When Job comes to that place, nobody contends with him. Such was the mightiness of that man. In fact, when he began to enter into his dealings, his, his circumstance the bible spoke about him he said that his friends came and sat around him and some of them began to wonder why a mighty man like job that stuck to the principles that regulated existence and prosperity regulated men being on top on earth this man stuck to all of them yet that thing that happened to him happened to him if they said don't do it he doesn't do it he kept to all the standards that makes men succeed in life have you seen men that did all the good, went to school, collected first class or two one, did everything, they didn't sleep with any guy, they didn't do anything, yet they came and no husband, no job, no nothing. And they began to ask questions. It was when he asked questions that it was obvious that there are chambers in God that he doesn't have access to. Is it not true? Because there were oppressions that is taking place in the heavenlies. And in that place, he was not participant. And decisions were made in that place affecting his existence on earth. The outcome of that decision manipulated the things around his life. He was not aware. The only thing that kept him through the time was the strength of his character. But I tell you, it would have been easy for him to navigate through that place if he was a participant in that engagement. Oh, if it is now... And you participated in that court session because it was court session. <laughs> Some of us have, have told you we have been called up to court sessions. These things are reality. I attended a court session for three days <laughs> in December before I went for Wyoming. There were petitions that was brought against me. Huh? I went to prove that that petition is wrong. That's one. Number two is that there is a throne that God wanted to give me. And I have to go. You know, it, the place was, it was like an interview I came for. 
my brother, these things are real. People that don't understand this, some of them wonder why they are doing the good things in God and they are not making as much progress as the next person. What they don't know is that there are, there are realities that is very deep. And when you understand this doctrine of access, you will now know that in Christ, the greatest thing that was done for you in Christ is that there is no place that you cannot access in God. Meanwhile, in the old covenant, you are limited. Your access is what? In fact, the seasons of accessing is limited. Those seasons of accessing those things is what is called what? The acceptable year. Are you now seeing it? So if you travel back a little, was, did, I, did I tell you about... Oh, I didn't tell you about Deuteronomy. Hi. If you now travel back to Deuteronomy to trace this acceptable year, oh, Holy Spirit, I will find it. What you will now notice is that the acceptable year talks really indeed about the Jubilee. Have you heard about the Jubilee? This is the season where deliverance is declared for the people. So in the seasons, in the acceptable time, if somebody is owing, you leave the person. If the people are being held bound in the seasons of Jubilee, that time is declared the acceptable time. The things that were not possible will become possible in that window. Are you with me? So God created that window to overlook many faults. Are you with me? To overlook your inadequacies, to overlook your incompetencies. Are you with me? And then by that shatter, declare that anyone that makes, if at all you make an attempt to come close to him, you will enjoy a lot of things about him. Eh? You see, it is also men like David that understood that there is such a thing as the acceptable time. Hmm? He will say, it's better I build my, I stay in the doorpost of the temple than have any other. He knows that if he stays there long enough, there will be a window that will open in the spirit. That's why some of us wait. When you wait long enough, there will be, there will, there will be a lot of places that you can enter in God. That is what makes you mighty. Where have you entered? Paul said, I know of one, one man, many years ago, that man entered places and he had encounters such that he had. He saw things that are not permitted to be what? Uttered. That is what the man experienced. He said that this is the basis of my authority that is in God. You need to, you, when you access some things, then when you come out, you, the, the type of authority with which you will live your life with dumbfound men that know you before. I know people that know me before. When they see me talk now, they wonder whether it is the same person they know. It is because of what we have accessed. Eh? When you wake up like this and suddenly you enter a place in God and my eyes open and I saw two giant angels, the height will be taller than this building and they have a sword that crisscross them anytime i arise to go into battle those men arise why won't you come with confidence my friend it is places that you enter and you will now know that these things are realities they will be furnished into you and this is the way that god works in that realm he will not just talk to you he will minister the reality in your spirit you will now speak about it are you with me so when when you interact with those things it will be that that is such the language such was the language that was used when a believer sharpens each other he said that they sharpen you know what it means something about that reality is not imparted that is the the reality of impartation that reality is what imparted into your being 
and then it will be a a um, a a basic part of your oppression it is not something you go and bring and use no it has become a part of your configuration so when you stand out and suddenly a warfare came the the thing that has become part of your configuration as as a result of realms that you have interacted with in the spirit suddenly they will be activated when you see a sick person the healing anointing will be activated it is because of things that you interacted places that you entered in god are you with me now the acceptable year is a reference to the point that there are seasons when god will grant men on on him that access eh? an access that is limitless boundless access you can you can enter and navigate People say they have not seen angels. They, they, they don't encounter Jesus. All these things we are talking about. I have been in meetings and Jesus appeared to men. I was with him many, many years ago. About six, seven, six years ago. And he told me that this will be the characteristics of your ministry. That it is not just that I appear to you. That the sign that I appear to you is that when you tell men about that encounter. Even that same encounter they will have it. And that him himself will begin to appear to men as a proof, a prover of the basis and reality of that encounter. So when men listen to me and when men come, come under my ministration, it is the same Jesus that comes. And many times he comes to bear witness. He said he won't send any angel, he won't send anybody. Like, we have been in many meetings and men's eyes were open and they saw Jesus. That one that died. Some of the time you'll be telling them, see my nail pierced And some of the time you'll be showing them the things that he suffered, his passion. Some of the times you'll be showing them his glory. These are the things that we accessed in God. And they became an embodiment that is in our being. They framed us. And then we became a manifestation of those realities. We become a witness in our generation of the things that is in God. When you see Jesus, you don't need to ask whether he has encountered these things. Because in him is a proof of the things that he has accessed in God. What have you accessed? God has declared an acceptable year again. Where men can be able to access things in him. The time is short. The scripture said that I will do a, a quick walk in righteousness. Because the time is short. I will release a lot of things in this generation. And because of that, God has vowed that he will what? grant young men access into ancient matters by the time you come out from that place you will be a young ancient the things that will come out from your life can never be explained by the age that you have lived upon the face of the earth it will be obvious that the things you interacted with is beyond your age this is the things that god is bringing us into these days there are many chapters and many scrolls that have been opened in heaven god is calling men up so that we'll be able to interact with them by the time you are through the progress you will make in three months will be beyond what you have been able to do in the last 10 years it is a proof that the acceptable year has once again be, be declared in the spirit we love your presence we love your precepts what is your fragrance what are you saying we love your presence we love your presence. What is your fragrance? What are you saying now? 
some of you will be brought into court sessions in heaven throne room experiences you will be carried on the wings of angels hey i see it now i see men carried on the wings of cherubs cherubs of fire Ezekiel said i was in the river kaba and the glory of the lord came down in that place and the spirit of the lord took me upon the locks of my head and brought me in the gates of the temple and i saw the river the river that was coming from the east side it was the testimony of the mighty move of god that is about to enter our generation enter the territory god will grant us access to these mighty things we are the generation that we refuse to settle for nothing settle for less because this season we accept that we as we declare jesus said that the spirit of the lord god is upon me and he has anointed me to preach the acceptable year Oh my God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me and He has anointed me to preach the acceptable year. We love your presence. We love your precepts. <laughs> what is your fragrance? What are you saying now? We love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying now? We love your presence. We love your precepts. What is your fragrance? What are you saying?